Hey, this is Green Aggressive Podcast. We are your hosts, Carrie Wee and Kelly McVeigh, now with the Digiton Family Podcast. How's it going, guys? Special pod today. We just thought it was relevant. Um, you know, 4th of July was on Tuesday. And on Monday night, Kelly decided to take an impromptu trip to go see Red, White, and Boom in Columbus, Ohio. I'm hot. You're hot? Can you let me do this, please? I'm almost done, all right? You want to say hi to the listeners? <laughs> okay, one second. So her and Emerson went downtown, and um, there was a panic. Somebody, something happened where there was either an active shooter or somebody wanted to scare the crowd, and there was a mass exodus um, in the dark with the fireworks going, you know, running for their lives. And Kelly was shook, and she's like, Carrie, can we talk? And we recorded it, and she wanted to, um, she wanted to put it out. So this is a special pod. Yes, Bean, say hi. No, I don't want to. I don't want my TV. You want your TV on? All right, guys. Um, you know, special pod today. Let's get started. My, I want my. Oh my God, Kelly! You like came very, very like it hit home today with the stuff that's going on in America. I know it's crazy. I felt like I messaged you this morning, and I was like, oh, I feel like we need to jump on and talk. So, um. You know, I'm impulsive in general, and we live just like, you know, 12 minutes outside of downtown. And last night I said, let's, let's, you know, just check out, there's a huge fireworks. I mean, we have a lot of Ohio listeners, but Red, White, and Boom is like a huge deal here. They set off, you know, a huge fireworks display downtown. I remember it when I was a teenager. I went once. Yeah. Gorgeous. Beautiful. I can't remember. I feel like I have a, a recollection of going like maybe once in high school, but I haven't been for years. And I was like, said to Emerson, I was like, we should just drive down and see if we can see it even from the highway because we live so close. And she had her pajamas on and she's like, kind of just tr- like, I don't know. I was like trying to talk her into it. I'm like, listen, you love it. It's beautiful. And then we got down there close enough and I just was like, I'm just going to get off at an exit and see if parking's crazy, if it's crazy. And literally right off the exit, there was like a spot on the side of the road and it was like three blocks away. And she's my mover and shaker of the bunch. So I was like, she's not going to care about walking. And so we parked, we walked over, you know, we actually like kind of jogged it because the fireworks started and we didn't want to miss it like three or four blocks. And because she's so tiny, we kind of like snuck our way up close. So we were in like a super crowded area, but I think red, white, and boom is like that anyway. I think it's crowded everywhere. So is there like one place to stand? Like explain that to me. Is it just the entire like river line? Like, yeah. So it's the river line and we actually were by the bridge. Okay. Carrie, you know where we were? I put in the ivory room. Okay. Yeah. Well, we did that event last year. Yeah. Yeah. So you know how that bridge is right yes. there overlooking the water? Yes. We were right there. Okay. Right by the bridge. And so the fireworks are going off. I want to say we were literally only standing there for like less than 10 minutes and in a super crowded area. And all of a sudden someone starts screaming shots, everyone shots, shots were fired, shots were fired. And all these people from the bridge just start swarming this way. 
We, I grab her hand to turn around and run. I fall over a bicycle. This guy like grabs me and like is pulling me up because everyone's just running. I fall over some little kid. I don't know oh my why God. I keep falling. It's like all these people and people are like falling over people. It's like a trampled situation. It was a trampled situation because everyone was just terrified, right. scared, and just taking off all at one time. And we start going down this one street and people are literally like starting to hide behind cars, like crawling underneath cars. I don't know why I'm, I didn't even think, I don't know why my instinct wasn't to hide, but I just was like pull, running. And then I was like, I'm going to cross through this little spot. Cause I thought I need to get off the main road because what if this person is like right here? So I cut across and literally like 40 SWAT police officers, like just everywhere, um, armored vests, guns out, all just everywhere, all of a sudden. And they weren't worried, not that their job, I mean, literally their job is to worry about the spectators, but they were worried about finding right. whoever. whoever. Yeah. And so they were like talking to each other, like, no, you two go around this building, we'll go around this building, but they're just everywhere all of a sudden. And Emerson wasn't crying or anything, but we were literally, I had her hand, we were running just running, running, running. And then when we got like three blocks over, like we started walking and I was like, do you want to go into a restaurant? Because I was like, should we go into the restaurant and wait? And she's like, I want to go home. I want to go home. And so like we ran to the car, got in the car. And I was like, I think I'm such an impulsive, like fun mom. Like when we were going to the fireworks, I thought one day she's going to remember being 13 years old oh. and going in her pajamas to her to red white and boom like i had this like fun right. thing in my mind and i'm like literally now she's gonna have this terrible scary scary memory and i think we were just like semi in shock yeah my new my knee is all bruised i have like a little cut of my hand which is a silly because it's such a little cut and then we started driving home and we got home and she just started sobbing. Like we walked in the door and it was like, we were even kind of not joking in the car, but I was just like, literally, I can't even believe that we, that I took you there. I feel so bad. And she's like, mom, this isn't your fault. But she was like composed all the way home. And then we got home and she just was like hysterical. And then I started looking things up on Twitter because it, th there were police cars. I mean, oh, they had... When we were walking like two blocks away, they had a guy in handcuffs down on the ground behind a police car. But I still was scared because I thought if there's like a gang, I don't know. I didn't right. know if it's, is it just a shooter or is it a gang person? And like this guy shot someone else and that person's going to come back after him. And there are so many people. Um, but they did have a guy down. And then I started looking at Twitter and a lot of things on Twitter, people were posting. I sent you some of that. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh, I was in white and boom, and there was a shooter. So there was a lot of people on Twitter talking about what had happened and what was going on. And then last night later, it came out on some of the local Columbus stations. It was on the Columbus News last night. But that they didn't find a shooter and that they think that someone wanted to induce panic or one report said that there was a fight and two guys were fighting and that someone yelled that one of them had a gun and it caused the panic situation. 
but I was thinking overall, it's the world we Ugh. like, it's what's going on in the world today that even if it was just a panic situation and someone yelled gun or someone thought someone had a gun, it's such a thing that ha- that is happening in the world today that it that's where people's minds go to. Yeah, and when you sent me those texts, like the first thing I thought was, um, you know, Kelly's three hours ahead of me. So when she texted me, yeah. you know, I had already seen the news and there was a shooting in Baltimore and there's a shooting in Philadelphia, different reasons. Right. Generally a random situation where bystanders got hurt, killed, et cetera. Thank God, not the case in this case. But, um, you know, it's like, as time goes on, like, for example, I am very lucky because I, I haven't been touched by one of these situations yet, but right. the numbers are not in my favor. Like there's one every right. single day somewhere in this country, more than one sometimes, for example, today, like yesterday. Yeah. And, um, it's, I mean, oh my God, like you're a mom, you had your kid with you. Like, yeah, it's crazy how I felt such guilt that I was like, and then I was thinking last night in my head, because I felt so awful and guilty driving home that I was like, because I talked her into going, she didn't really want to go. And I'm like, listen, it's beautiful. You're going to love it. Well, you know, all the things. And then I was like, it's crazy that I feel guilty yeah. because I took my daughter to go see fireworks. Like that shouldn't be, yeah. it should just be like, who cares? And I kind of think I have always been someone, um, you know, there's lots of times that I've been at uh, even a hockey game or a concert or whatever. And I know they do security on the way out, but there are so many places that something like that could happen oh, yeah. so easily. And it's like, you can't just stop living. But I do think that last night will definitely leave a thing, you know, a space where I overthink things a little bit going into the future. And of course, Emerson's like, I'm never ever going to watch fireworks everywhere, anywhere. I'm never going to. And I was like, well, listen, we're never going to red, white and boom again, maybe. But I was like, there's lots of places, but she was just like, no way there's, this is not something I'm ever doing again. She slept with me last night. Of course. I, I mean, no, like she occasionally sleeps with me, but she was like, I want to sleep with you tonight. And I was like, 100% you're sleeping with me tonight. But it was so scary. I'm so sorry, Cal. Oh, God. I mean, and she is in a, you know, I'm assuming they do active shooter drills at school. Right? Yes. Right? Do. I mean, do. she's Generation A, right? She's not Gen Z. Gen Z is like 17, 18, 19 years old, right? Yes. So yes. this is something that is prevalent in her life. I remember, I'm sure you do too. The only drills we ever had were for tornadoes. And even those were traumatic for me because I, I started having nightmares about how bad a tornado could be that we have to like run into like the concrete basement and hide in the corner. We always had tornado drills. We had fire drills too. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, Those two. Fire drills. Fire drills don't scare Uh, me. The tornado drills like scared me. 
So Kenzie has a little bit of anxiety here and there. And I want to say from kindergarten until like third grade, she would sob and cry the whole fire drill oh. because she thought something was going to happen. And they would call me the school, blessed sacrament. She went to blessed sacrament. They would call me and be like, Hey, Kenzie's like hysterical. Cause we had a fire drill. Like, is there any way you want to pop down here? Or can you talk to her on the phone really quick? Um, but yeah, listen, situations like that in general are traumatic. And I think she'll think of it so much differently and I, I honestly don't know if I did the right thing. Let's just pretend it was completely real. Should I have hidden under a car? Maybe. I don't know. I think my instinct was just complete Check flight. Out, yeah. And I grabbed her hand and just like booked. I mean, we were booking it. Like, and we were going, I can say we were going the opposite directions of all the SWAT officers. Yeah. I mean, I think those are good, good cues that like you listen to like kind of subconsciously you know, making your decisions. Yeah. You don't, you're done, you're done yeah. with this bean? All right, come here. Do you want to sit with mama? Okay. We woke up so early this morning, 6.30 our time, because I set an alarm to check in for our flight. Oh. And then we just never went back to sleep. So, oh I know, look at this bean. Hi, beanie bean. All right, lay down on me. He's okay. We're all tired too, because we had... Last night, I think then we were all keyed up yes. and we stayed up late. Yes. And then morning, Mason was in the Granville Parade. You know what, it, you know what I was thinking when you t- texted me that? Like, I have so much anxiety. Like, I don't know if I'd be able to go to a public place after that right away. Yeah, Emerson didn't go. Oh, okay. So she chose not to go. She didn't want to go. She went to my mom's and she didn't go to the parade. Oh, um, yeah. I just feel like... Um, Man, what we're doing, we, we as a culture are doing to our younger generation is just, is just like, it's not okay. Right. Not figuring no. this out. Not figuring out what the problem is. And I'm not, con- you know, I, I listened to a podcast recently and it was, and it was like a, actually like a really thoughtful debate on like the gun problem in America or the gun violence, actually gun violence problem in America. And like what they were saying is that in, when it comes to laws, laws are something, but laws don't have the impact that they could if culture goes, goes against it. Like laws and culture go together and it creates and creates safety generally. Right. Generally. So if you have a culture that doesn't agree with the law or that, you know, kind of goes in the same direction, it has like has very little power. So yeah. what the scholar was saying is that he's like, you know, some some people argue that we have a legislative problem with gun violence. And some argue that we have more of a cultural issue with and just the fact that this has just become so prevalent that. The other question I was going to ask you, or ask myself even, I want to Google it. I wonder if this is even making the news that would reach me because no one died. Yeah. You know, I was shocked how much I had to look for something about it because I was like, literally the amount of people that were all running and like mass chaos. I was like, this is going to be like, all over. I thought, yeah. Literally- all over the place. Like I literally thought it's going to be all over the place. 
And then I was shocked that I had to look as much as I did for it. Yes. I mean, it's crazy because it just doesn't even make the news anymore because it's not dramatic enough. It's, it's bananas. It's bananas. And it's so sad. And as parents, it's so scary. Bean, Bean, you can't play with the microphone, my love. Why not? Okay. Because it, it makes sound and mama can't use my audio and then it becomes problematic. You know, she plays this um this app, the new the new word that she started saying with me today. She plays this like Master Chef cooking app, or there's a Cooking Mama app as well. And she goes, Bravo, okay. bravo. <laughs> <laughs> bravo. Bellissimo. <laughs> Delicious. It's the chef's kiss, right? Disgusting kiss. Yeah. It's a disgusting kiss. So um So listen, even the articles say Crowd began running amid fireworks Bravo. at Columbus. Bravo. <laughs> not believe a shot shooting happened so far. Um. And there's fireworks going off. So there's so so many things can be mistaken for other things. Like a gunshot could be mistaken for it could be a gunshot, or maybe it was mistaken for one. I I mean there can there's so many things there. It's dark. Right. right. Visibility sucks. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, it just was all the things all at one time. And regardless, people were getting trampled and run over. You know what I, I mean? I mean, people could so, have been in the hospital for being trampled, like 100%. Totally. Kids could be, like, lost from their parents. You know, they're, they're, that, that could have happened. That could still be happening. Like, who knows? If it doesn't make the local news or, you know, state or national. I mean, right. it's... It's horrifying, and it's like it's July Fourth. It's our, you know, it's supposedly our nation's birthday, and supposed to be a joyous event. Um, yeah. And the thing is, your your question of like, did I make the right decision by not hiding? It's like, yeah, well, if if randomly you hid somewhere, and then you ended up being in close proximity to an actual shooter, you would have been saying for later, like. Why didn't I run? You know, like there's no right, there's no right answer. Totally. Yeah. Listen, there's a couple of things on Twitter now that says some families are staying in for 4th of July after a very scary night at red, white, and boom. And that was just posted two hours ago. And this person says, he can say whatever they want, but three times people running one way, cops running the other way combined with reports of guns and shootings, the direction the cops were running towards and the people were running away from something happened at red, white, and boom tonight that they're not sharing i mean who knows but it was regardless it was crazy and scary and when it happened i was like i just need to talk about it yeah holy moly so yeah what are your i mean any other thoughts are you just shook yeah i think i'm just shook and i mean listen i i was never a family like i'm I'm not in a family that's like hunters or carried concealed. You know what I mean? Like that's not how I grew up um, at all. And so I don't know. I've never, I've never like been a part, part of that discussion as much as I've thought of other things in general. But last night I was just like, this just keeps happening. And there has to be something that we can do to change it. Yeah. Well, we have a culture problem that overrides all of the le- legal problems or legal legal 
solutions that we could have. And um, I have to say that we are the only country in the entire world that allows this to happen every single day. And I don't even know if any of the things that have been suggested would work, but at least trying. Yeah. Try. Try things. I mean, think about, like, your small community. If there's a problem, you test things out, you try them, you see if they work. You keep the conversation open, or even just in your family. What's going to help this problem? And And honestly, Kelly, this is one of the reasons why I am not so super excited to send Bean to school. I'm going to because yeah, because over time the pros outweigh the risks, the yeah. potential risks that you could dream up in your head. But you know, it was it's a really nice four years of not feeling like at least if something happens, I will be with her or her yeah. father. You know, so um, like. I don't know. I'm not, I was never from a gun owning family, so I can't really speak to that, but I, who's your father? Who's your papa? Yeah. Yeah, It's Asa. Mm Mm-hmm. I feel like, um, if I was a gun, gun owner, I would be a responsible one. And I think if I were that person, I would be even more motivated to make a change. Just like, you know, you're not allowed to just Mommy, get have, in a car and drive the wrong way down the street. Right. You're not allowed to do that. You I know, have like, a jelly belly for you, Mommy. Oh, <laughs> like responsible driving, responsible everything, responsible flying plane, responsible. Yeah, and I think it's a gun. Like, it, it can be something, it should be something that people want put regulation and rules around. So listen, Carrie, I'm glad we jumped on. It's crazy. I feel like um, I'm glad that we got to talk through it because of all the things going on in the world. And I mean, sad news that that happened, but happy fourth to all. Happy fourth to all. Okay. Okay. Lo- love you, B. Love you. Nighty night. Bye-bye. Take a rest. I love you. Bye. Love you. All right, Green and Grass listeners, thank you so much for tuning in for this special pod. We'll be right back with you guys on Tuesdays next week. Uh, Yeah, so stay safe out there. Uh, Sending love out to Kelly's family. And uh, please honor us with a five-star rating and a review and where you get your podcasts. and check out Digit Podcast. All right, guys, over and out. This one was a quickie. We will talk to you guys very soon. This is Greener Grass. Bye.